0: forward the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast thank you very much have a great day and enjoy the show
1: this podcast is part of the sports social podcast network this podcast is part of the sports social podcast network this podcast is part of the
2: sports social podcast network how personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo advisors Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today.
1: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico
2: asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
1: It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Cock. It's the fight in.
3: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fighting Cock podcast. Today I'm joined by the, the Spooky. I was going to say the Fighting Cock Spooky. I'm joined by Spooky. How are you doing, mate? Hi, oh, man. Any introduction will do. Do you think like, after, what is it, eight years, 9 we've gone into the ninth season, that, there, that I shouldn't be fucking up intros anymore? No. <laughs> I, I consistently it consistently normalises
4: you, though, man. It, it makes us It's still the same... We're still the same people we were all all those years ago, recording in pubs and having squeaky doors in
3: the background. God, do you remember that That as a second episode? Yeah, (laughs) it's it's mad, isn't it? When when we first first started recording the fighting cock, like what, like how much has happened in the in in the time? But it just it's it's
4: crazy, and most of it unplanned as well. It's just that kind of organic togetherness, really, that, that resonated and. And here we are today, superstars. Well, you remember? <laughs> well, not me, but not part-time superstar.
3: Yeah, the uh, the second episode, I think it was, we recorded in a pub in Crouch Chen. The first two, I think we did. Um, but it was there was uh, yeah that squeaky door that every time it opened it was like for fuck's sake. Do you remember the third episode? <laughs> was you on the third episode where we met in that abandoned that pub? pub? Yeah, was- the derelict pub or
4: the the pub that was getting yeah yeah it was actually derelict. They were they were smashing down walls and and. And moving out. I mean, that was ridiculous. There was about, there was about six of
3: us on that pod. Yeah, it was so oh, what, we had no idea what, about what, logistics back what, then. What, like. No, no, no. Six people on the pod, <laughs> that'd be fine. Uh, yeah, we, it was uh, Chicago the pub that Chicago Dan's boss owned, and somehow we ended up yeah. in this this derelict pub. And when you say derelict pub, it was just it was it was halfway through a re- uh, re- uh, renovation. And uh, yeah. we all sat there, and, and uh, some of the members, won't name them, but some of the members had, had arrived beforehand for about an hour and had, had smoked some weed. Do you remember?
4: Yeah, man, because I, I I actually started – I couldn't stop laughing. It was and, a funny and, episode. And it, well, I think it was funny for us. I think anyone listening will probably pro- <laughs> – I remember getting some feedback, saying, like, like, guys, next time, just – don't laugh or or just edit all that out because we don't know what you're laughing at And it sounds really unprofessional. I'm thinking it sounds unprofessional. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly what we are at this point. Three episodes in, no broadcasting <laughs> experience. What do you expect? We've got there's six geezers, half of them are high on weed. We're in a derelict pub. We don't really know what we're doing. We're all talking over each other. I yeah. can't stop laughing because I'm looking at the faces of, of other people. It was just a,
3: it was a nightmare. But one of the person, you know people what? on there but didn't say a word, I think, for the entire pod. <laughs> you know, with <laughs> no, no <laughs> names mentioned, yeah. <yet>. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very funny. Uh, I'd, like, I'd be interested to listen back to that, um, that, that episode to see what it sounds like. So I remember at the time, we had a running order that we, like, we hadn't write, written a running order, so we wrote something down on a scrap of paper. Uh, so, yeah, un- unprofessional. We've always said, Spook, that we're professional in our unprofessionalism.
4: Exactly. Exactly. Um, they long, still are in
3: some way, long mate, Maybe a bit polished in others. Long mate. Continue. Uh, you saw Lascelles. So is injured. He's out till. Oh no, man. Out. It's is gutting, three. isn't it? It's really gutting because he's it, essentially one half of our new playing staff. i I get Ryan Sesnyong. We're going to talk about him a bit in, in a bit. But the two main guys were lacelso and, and Dombelli, and. uh. We've, so Dumbele's missed fifty percent of the game so far this season. Albeit we've only played four, and Lascelles now out for a significant amount of time. And, and I don't, it says he'll be back in training in October, but how long? How long till he's actually fit That's to play? That's right, yeah. So it, it's really disappointing. Um, he got injured. If you don't know, he's on international duty in a friendly with uh, oh, Argentina, friendly with uh, Chile, and um, there are ten yellow cards in this friendly. And uh, there was, the question was... No,
4: such thing as a friendly between those two, I don't think, really.
3: No, absolutely. Um, there was, uh, th- th- this question was posed towards Pochettino, whether he had any ill feeling towards Argentina. Um, and this is what he said. He says, asked if he should have been called up. Pochettino, a former Argentina international, added, nothing that I can tell you will change his, re- change his reality. We're all disappointed. First, the Argentine national team... We're all really sad. (laughs) We cannot change the situation. (laughs) We need to try and anticipate things and make the right judgment. These decisions are so important to have a good uh, relationship with all the national teams. It's not to blame someone. In the end, the most difficult part is for the player. This is why our responsibility is always to try and anticipate the problems. So from that, I'm getting that he wasn't happy with LaCelso being called up. Because of the the continued the, the, the constant ref- reference to anticipating problems that the, perhaps that didn 't happen, but yeah, he was fit, and all he needed was game time, so going over to Argentina and playing one hundred and eighty minutes of football seemed logical
4: yeah in, especially in, in, in a friendly environment if you if you you know if he was played like a friendly, it'd probably be back with us a little bit closer to uh, the capacity that Pochettino wants to be able to stop playing him. Regularly, because the thing the thing is, there was always going to be a bedding in period, like when you sign a new player, especially someone that's coming from La Liga in, into the Premier League, where it's like a hundred miles per hour, and you still need to sort of find that time and space to be able to do things. But he looked in the in the small amount of time in the six or seven minutes that we've seen him, yeah. he he looks composed, he looks intelligent, doesn't look rattled. I mean, he comes on in a North London derby, doesn't look rattled. So you're thinking, you know what, it won't take that long. Some players, we might need to wait a season or two. And when you start thinking that deeply into it, you can almost think, well, God, he's not really going to have an impact this season. But I, I believe he still will have an impact. It's just frustrating that we have stuttered in our first four games and now to lose a second player to injury uh, when the other one's injured and the other one's coming back from injury, it's, it's just frustrating because you want to see new players. Like you guys touched on that on, the, on another pod that you just want to see the new guys in and playing because it kind of rejuvenates and galvanizes the the, the size. So for him to be lost in in that manner as well, especially after we all thought it was the crunching tackle that done him in, yeah, the like his ankle. ankle, yeah, you know, and, and then then it f- turns out to be something completely different. And you think you fuck thought we got away with it, but. Uh, unfortunately yeah, well, this that, is Tottenham
3: that and... was weird though wasn't it because it was the tackle happened in the game beforehand I think and, yeah. uh, and then you think oh well that's what he got taken off of that and then talks about an injury and then he's got injured again he's played the next game he's got injured again and then it's oh no it's serious yeah exactly and um, we thought like, how serious is it going to be and it turns out significantly because they miss two months of the season at this stage when you have you, like you say played seven minutes it's, like you say it's bad luck it's really frustrating but Players get injured, and you just got to get on with it. And we should have, we we do have enough in our squad to deal with. Oh yeah, definitely. With LaSalle, so not- need- sorry, mate. Go on. No, sorry. Right. we just with so not, not not available. We should be able to manage. Yeah, and I guess the onus is on Eric Lamella to continue to to
4: to, to perform at a level that 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 edges towards some ilk of consistency. You know the famous last words with that, um, and Deli Ali's, you know, coming back into the fold as well, and we kind of miss him. You know, he had like a, <coughs> excuse me, a fractured season last season, where uh, people were kind of splinters between, oh, he didn't really have an impact. To what well, he's actually becoming more of a robust type of player, he's doing the, the graft in the dirty work in midfield, the selfish. Kind of the selfless type of uh, football that's required, and perhaps we'll see more of the the, the Ali that plays just off Kane um, and kind of invades space in the way that he does, and 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 gets those assists and, and those those precious goals when 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 he chips in. So it's, you're right, we, we do have depth. Um, even though before we signed anyone in the summer, we probably argued we didn't have enough, but. I, I think we do. I, th- I think we've got enough about us, enough experience to draw from as well. So, you see, like, onwards, do you, man.
3: Do you see Lamella playing significant minutes this this season? I know he started a lot and, play, and, and had a lot of game time in the first four games, but like with the options that we do have, even with Celso not fit, is he a starter? Like, if you think like, you've got Ericsson, Son, and yeah, uh, and uh, Dele Alli now back and fit. I don't know where he plays. Coming off the bench, maybe game. Management. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. You know, I kind of half forgot
4: about Son. I mean, like when that performance in the first half against Arsenal, you kind of think, well, you know, we've got if we if if Son persistently, uh, consistently performs like this, then then you know he's he's always going to be in there. And Eriksen is Eriksen. We we can't do without him. Um, yeah, I can't. I guess to completely really go over what I just said. I I look when, when l is always gonna be this player that, that that can come on and and and, and not change a game, but give us something extra oomph when it's required. And and I guess seeing that more consistently w- just means that other players in the team will have to just keep performing because Poch likes him, you know, he's not afraid to start him. He does offer something a little bit different. Yeah, okay. Like, I think someone someone posted some stats that he's he's scored sixteen times, I think, in his time at Tottenham. Which has been a long time, and, and I know he's been. where's well, he been there? Five years. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's pretty pathetic <laughs> stats. Really. really.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you think about it. When well, I mean, you he think the the Son and so, no, Son and debate that he's. You think of Son Dele Deli and, and and Kane bagging twenty goals each a season, and he scored yeah, over... he's got sixteen over. You know. Exactly. Look,
4: he he is what he is. Like if we had bought him for half the amount of money, you probably wouldn't be that fussed about him, you know. Because he's thirty million quid, and he was meant to be this. Uh, he's meant to be what we think a sellout's going to be, you know. Yeah. And and I guess he, he's he he's he's a failure in in those regards. But sometimes you just you know if you ignore the money spent and you just you just focus on what he gives to the team. Then as a squad player, he's fine. I like him. I like him being there. But is he replaceable? Yeah, we yeah. we we can we we can bring in someone uh, that would have more of an impact. And I and I guess we'll see what La does this season and what Poch decides on on his best eleven. And I guess what I want is an injury-free next few months so that we can actually have a team. You know, um, and and play Delhi Son and, and Kane together because we were starved of that. Uh, Do you think there's any any or, any proof
3: imagine... in this this idea that that Pochettino, not obviously not with the Lo Celso stuff because he managed him correctly, but that 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 his training methods in that he are so much of his players, uh, it, it contributes to the fact that we are picking up injuries consistently. That's been kind of mooted. I...
4: Yeah, I, I don't know enough about it to be to be fair, mate. I mean, the, my opinion would be that we we were in a sorry state before Pochettino turned up, and 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 and, and he just completely overhauled everything about our, our methodologies in in in, in pre- preparing for games, um, the fitness levels. I mean, we saw, and it took time. It, you know, it took time, and, and arguably even Avb potentially even started that kind of culture. And we would run out of steam in the last ten minutes of games, and and, and 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 concede, and then and then that that changed, and we adapted. And with Pochettino, it just took it to the next le- level. And I, I can't believe these guys are professional athletes. I can't believe. I mean, are they that finely tuned the the, 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 the they're being, you know, pushed beyond their 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 limit? I mean, surely if we're training players at that level, we would know the limitations of of those training sessions. So I, I, I think it's just one of those things. I think players pick up injuries. Sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you, you don't. Some players never get injured. Some players, because of the way they play, do get injured more often. So mm. I, I, I think it's just another talking point. And unless you're on that
3: training field, you don't really have a clue. It's, an, it's, it's, it's incredibly fortunate for us, given the fact that Lo Celso is injured, that Ericsson stayed, stayed around. Because obviously there was... A lot of talk about Ericsson leaving and it seemed like he would if the right offer came in. Although you say it seemed like it it would, it actually, it never felt like he he was going at any time. It never looked close. You know, all the the rumours coming out of uh, Real Madrid is that Zidane didn't really fancy him. Um, There are no other clubs that were really significantly linked to him. And while yeah. he said that he want, he, he, he's interested in a new challenge, that, that the option was never seemingly there. And I don't think the Spurs were trying to... Push him it. out. Yeah, seven, yeah. yeah because we've, we signed La Celso. If you believe the reports over the last couple of weeks that Bruno Fernandes was, he really? agreed to come to Tottenham. It's just yeah. the Sporting weren't willing to accept the £65 million that we were willing to pay. Yeah. Um, so it was a weird situation for Eriksen and it's good for us now that he stayed. Even if he will be out of contract at the end of the season and leave on a free, that seems like it, like that 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 would definitely happen now. But Pochettino was posed the question and asked whether or not Christian Eriksen is happy, and um, you know, given the fact that he said that he was seeking a new challenge in June, and didn't get the transfer out the summer window. Um, and he's only he only played one full Premier League game. He didn't start the first two couple of games, but but that was because mm. the international break. Uh, sorry, the um, the the transfer, the international transfer window or the European transfer window was open. So yeah, he, you could understand Eriksen perhaps thinking about that move away. And if he gets injured, we're stuck with a player that we can't sell and is of no use to us because he can't play. <laughs> and uh, uh, which is no value to anyone, so you can understand why he didn't play significant amount in the, those first three games. And as soon as the window shut, he was suddenly on the pitch and available.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, exactly. Which po- is probably what Pochettino was uh, referring to when he was talking about it being a really problematic summer with, yeah. in terms of player management, because you know we 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 supporters are, are just they simplify things. Just play him. Just put, put stick him in the team. It doesn't yeah. matter. He, like he's our best player. Like why are you not playing him? Why are you playing Lamella or whoever as a replacement? It doesn't make sense. But it, it, this is about people's mentality as well, and and, and protecting the club and pr- protecting the the, the the team as well. Because you can't stop playing players that are. And I'm not saying he was rebellious, but if there if there was if there is an underlying issue in terms of look. I'm waiting for an offer to come in, but I'm happy to stay. Then, yeah, his his mind is going to be on what his agent can can bring back to him. So, it, it it makes sense. It's just one one of those things. If that transfer window, the European one, was was shut at the same time as our one, then happy days. It wouldn't it wouldn't matter. Mm. Um, but that kind of just pushed it on a little bit further. And yeah, there's there's going to be question marks. Like, what does Eriksson do now? You know, he's definitely going to walk out in the summer, I mean, I say definitely, it makes sense for him financially to do that now. Yeah. So does he Does he need to play like a player in the shop window? Probably still does. If he wants to bag that big move to a, a huge, huge elite club, which I still don't think he will, uh, like Real Madrid and Barcelona, I guess, the, the clubs I'm talking about. Mm. Um, but if he, if he wants to attract that attention and, and, and the type of wages that he wants, he's going to have to put in... A, 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 Stella, a, good season.
3: a stellar season not just another good season yeah. he's going to have to probably produce the best results that he's ever, ever done at Tottenham because if these yeah. clubs are not willing to pick him up now yeah. given the fact that he's, you look at his stats in the Premier League ridiculously he's, he's been so effective and so consistent that they're not they're, they're essentially banking on him running down his contract but yeah. for, from his perspective he's like well they're not willing to come in and buy me when when you when you mm. look at Man United spending thirty five million pounds on Sanchez in the in the last six months of the contract, and no one's willing to come and yeah. stump up fifty million, which it would probably cost to get yeah. Ericsson. so he's probably thinking. And, and Spurs it, from this point, I think they're in a good position because they should be saying, right, look, we want you, and here's a new contract, and you know no one else came, no one else, you know these these these, these, these other clubs weren't willing to, to stump up the cash. To, to, to sign you before you run out your deal so you're at a club now that desperately wants to keep you so yeah, there, there yeah. may be some, something in that it, it does I, I am fearful that you you know he, I
4: mean I'm just I'm, this is without thinking about the players that these teams have got but it, it, no doubt these type of clubs will, will will be interested in a player like Ericsson because of his proven quality in the Premier League <laughs> but you look at Liverpool and you look at City and why would they not come in for a play that's, that's not going to cost anything aside from high wages, which they can they can play? Yeah, or even even Man United, even even United could do it because of the, the wages they they'd be willing to pay in the signing on fees. And there will be a lot, so. a lot, of suitors for him. I think. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it's it's let's see whether you know maybe there are other targets that we have and, and other ways of playing and creating. Uh, from deep, and, and, and that maybe it is time that we move on to another phase
3: and another another sort of key player in the middle of the park. So, Poch said of the, of Ericsson, like asking whether he was happy. Poch said he's never said he was not happy here. He always was. I said before the Arsenal game that he that he was in the right mind. That's why I selected him for that game, and I can, I will continue to select him. He has always been such an important player for us, and he will continue to be. So, you know, that draws a line under it, really, that they asked a direct question to Fabrizio and he, for, for one of the few times in his, in his press conference history at Tottenham, gave a direct answer which, which <laughs> it, it can't be confused for anything other than the truth. Yeah. Um, Serge Aurier, as reported by Dan Kilpatrick, um, Aurier was questioned about his competition at right back, given that Sanchez played against Arsenal and Aurier was on the bench. And his response was, What competition? There isn't any. <laughs> I simply decided to leave in the end at the season at the end of the transfer window but in the end I wasn't able to it proves the club trust me on a lot of points I don't know what that means because you Mm. weren't selected and Davison Sanchez the most unnatural fullback that I've ever seen um, was selected ahead of him Um, in in this game against uh, Palace you wouldn't like to see a, a, a centre-back played at 4-5 at no. again, especially if surgery. I know he's had his detractors, but he's also had, and he's also had his, his mad, mad moments, but he's also had some really good games at Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think that game against Dortmund in the Champions League at Wembley, you know, that was a good game. He has quality this guy. Yeah. So we don't I have know, any know. Carl know. Walker-Peters probably isn't fit to start that game, although he is back in training. You know, just fucking stick him in. He he will be able to do a job. Certainly, a team that ain't going to come out and try and attack us. I know they do have good attacking uh, threats. Um Well, yeah, what, what what do you think of that that comment? Yeah, it, it's a strange
4: one because it's the thing. The thing is, what do we not see? You know, you were talking about the, the whole training uh, aspect and, and 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 working them hard. And Pochettino puts a lot of effort into. You know, he always says that you have to win your place in the team. You have to prove yourself, and, and it, there's no egos. If you're if you're worthy of starting, then you will start. So, so you you got Sanchez playing at uh, right back, and, you, and you're looking at Carl uh, Walker-Peters being unavailable for that game. And, and 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 so, what's the deal with Serge? Is it an attitude thing? Is it is he just not showing? That finesse in in training, um, he's just simply not rated off the back of all the other games that are played. And then you can t- you can look back at Trippier, and you know Pottery obviously quite fancied him to a point um, until he got rid of him. But he kept his place. And and uh, who's the better defender? Uh, are they both on a level mm. in terms of application and positional sense and mistakes and the rest of it. You know, is it, the, is it the nature of those type of players to, to, in, to in the modern game to be more emphasis on what they can do in, in attack and just be competent enough to track back and be in the right position to to defend? I, I you know, again, I don't. It, it's difficult. Like I, I, I feel that we need to see more of them. And and the, the only way you, you get you really get to know a, a player's quality is if they play football games at, a, at the highest level, which at the minute is the Premier League. Mm. Uh, Carl Walker Peters for so long we've been saying, you know, is he good enough? Is he good enough? Playing because every time he's played, he's 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 more or less looked comfortable. Yeah, you know, he doesn't look like he's been out of. Like, he's out of place, uh, like, several uh, levels below the uh, other quality in in, in defence. And with Serge, it's, it's not like he's a crap player. Yeah, he has brain farts. He's done some daft things. But come on, like, what? Carl Walker, uh, Walker,
3: you know, how yeah. many times did, we did, did, did he fuck up? We would talk about it on the pod so many times. So many times. He would just do this... Really simple error, stupid. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking like, about? You, you what know what are you thinking it would. You know, the, I think you're going to know what I'm going to say. But he'd the, the bloke would have the ball, and he'd run up behind them and just push <laughs> them over. I saw him do it about, yeah. about five or six times. You're <laughs> like, what is going through your brain? And now he's like, you know, he's achieved everything that he could ever dream of at, at Man City. So yeah. you know, yeah. I, I'm not. We're, we're not suggesting that Sergio is Carl Walker levels, but. I think the same limitations or the same arguments that are thrown at Or about his positional sense, sometimes his decision making, and his his lack of of uh, just just you know me, making horrendous decisions in really kind of high pressure moments like all the penalties he's given. Yeah. Away. But, but yeah. could, the, the same things that could have be argued him, The difference is is that he kind of yeah. forgave them because he he the, the speed at which he would break forward. But if you remember, his delivery wasn't half as good as Aurier's. Mm. You know, he, he's, he's, um, his ability to get in positions where he could deliver the cross was <laughs> like, without this argument. Exactly. But Aurier's delivery is, by and large, satisfactory. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Um, and he's a right back, man. He's a natural, he's a natural yeah. right back. So, it's about balance. Or, or, listen, if I was posh, I'd say, look, I'm putting you in the side. I need you to be disciplined. This is what I need you to do, and and don't do anything. I know it sounds like management's easy, isn't it don't don't do anything stupid. stupid. But if you got if you got instructions to play a certain way, then play to to the manager's expectations. <laughs> and it, like over a, a few games, then you'll find your form and you find your comfort zones, and 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 then you're part of the team. I, I don't think, I don't know. I, I think we've always had issues with, with settling with sign at the back, I mean since Walker left, like we've just not found the right, um, oh, I mean Trippier settled and made it his own position but you almost think well is that because there was just no one else there Will we, well, we no, no one investing was in Trippier left, and, were, we, were they? Yeah. yeah. So. It's just like we need competition there so like if he's got Carl Walker Peters, he has to play Surge in order to inspire Carl, and for the both of them to, to fight to that position that's the whole point of having uh, like squad depth. Otherwise, what's the point? Someone gets comfortable in the position. It doesn't matter if he plays badly, mm. he, he keeps his place because he's the only option. So,
3: so Ryan Session was an interesting um, acquirement. You know, we've yeah. been tracking him for a long time. And I think everybody yeah. n- understands that despite the fact that we've paid a significant amount of money for a player that probably you'd think isn't ready, although we don't know until we know. Isn't quite yeah. ready for the for the first team, but he's finally got over his hamstring injury. He's now available for selection. How do you think yeah. Poch should use him against Palace? What what's the, the the most obvious thing is that he'll be on the bench, right? Yeah, I think so, and I, I think it's another a case of just
4: slowly, slowly bringing him in, and 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 I guess long term, he will take Danny Rose's position, but. Uh, Rose had a bit of a wobble, um, being a bit erratic. <laughs> I mean, we know that Rose is generally erratic, and we love we love certain aspects of his kind of kind of cutthroat die mentality for mm. for Tottenham. But but the, the way I would look at it, just in terms of the, the, the longevity of, of of this signing, you look at Danny Rose, what he was before the five year contract was given and what Poch did and Poch said I will make you an in England international and, and then you look at the, the change in Danny Rose over that period of time and the play that he's become and the cult hero that he is today right, regardless of all the the, the the tabloid interviews and whatever else, mm. like what he's done on the field he's, he's undeniably, he's got to be in the team, when he's on form he's fucking brilliant um, Ryan Arguably, he's at a better level, a uh, better standard. At least was in that in that championship season for Fulham when they, when they got promoted. Um, so you can say that he's, his quality is more refined at uh, uh, the age that he's at. The starting point. So you think potentially, yeah, the starting point is several levels above Danny Rose. Now, I mean, obviously, you can start talking about the, the variables here. Maybe Danny Rose became the player he became because he had it in his heart. And he had the desire to succeed and, and Poch kind of kind of took that uh, bl- uh, chunk of coal and turned him into like a diamond because mm. there was there was something in there, and it, he needed someone to put his hands around his his back and kind of like encourage him or whatever else whereas I, I guess with players that have the ability it 's quite easy for them to think well i like, do I need to try any harder than, than I do but he's he 's at the right club and he 's the type of player that the that. that could probably, to a degree, play further forward with better effect than than Danny Rose does, as we saw uh, with the amount of times he got forward to for Fulham and f- scored. I mean, he was, he was, I'm sure he's player of the the year in the Championship in the promotion
3: uh, yeah. season. Yeah. And, you so know, he's, in terms not, of... he's had a tough Premier League debut. <laughs> <laughs> like well, he's in a Rose mental player. club. Uh, he was a mental club like Fulham last year. You know, they signed like 15 players on yeah, a lot of money, shambles. and yeah. they, they, just, they didn't know who their, their best team was. And I think Sessegnon suffered because of it. But like you yeah, say, what sure. if, if you've ever seen more improvement in, in a position, if you think about all the positions on the pitch, that Pochettino has reign over, and that would be 1-11, to 11 obviously. But the full-backs are the ones that you've seen such a drastic improvement in. Yeah. So like you say, what can he do with Ryan Sessegnon? Uh, yeah, a young guy who's happy to be at the club. Probably ecstatic to be at the club, to be honest. Oh, without a doubt. And with a manager who loves developing attacking fullbacks. It's, yeah, I, I'm really, really excited. It's just, it's just that we're going to have to wait to see how... Yeah. how like, what, what Ryan,
4: if you're, if you're listening, which you're not likely, you're not a Patreon, but um, <laughs> no, don't got, fucking get injured, mate. Please mm. do not get injured. Well, he just comes That's back for, a, for. A
3: ham, a hammy, isn't he? So, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. No, nice and easy, Poch. Nice nice and easy, mate. Uh, so, obviously, we've got Palace at the weekend. Don't expect him to start. Probably be on the bench. Uh, although, if you've got Davies there, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he fits on the bench, but maybe he does. Um, but towards the end of the season, do you see Young starting to perhaps the last five games of the season, or do you still think it would be Davies and Rose? No,
4: I, I, I think, I think he, he's going to play a big part. I think once the Champions League uh, starts, games coming. Yeah, well, once, once the domestic cups as well, because I'm, I'm sure. Maybe I'm making this up, but I'm sure. Um, Poch said something about wanting to win, uh, like a domestic cup. Yeah. Um, which is un- unusual, I guess, with the, the way we've not prioritised any of them really. Uh, actually, no. Let, let me, let me go back on that. Because we have got to semi-finals, we have got to one final under Pochettino. We've got to two. I can't remember now. A League Cup when um, Mourinho beat us, I think. Yeah. So it's not like we haven't tried to win domestic cups, but perhaps we haven't. We've stumbled into the quarters and semi-finals like most of the big clubs do because they're playing like rotated teams. And then when you're in a position to win it, then you play full strength team and. Unfortunately for us, it hasn't panned out well. So if we perhaps focus more on it, maybe the mentality of the team will be enough to edge us into the final and actually claim some silverware. Um, But I still like Spurs aiming higher. You know, there's something more glorious about aiming to get to another Champions League final than winning the League Cup because you're more likely to remember the Ajax game. That yeah, you
3: are. Yeah, you're I mean, not getting picked by Chelsea in the final. So at some point in the season, you're gonna have to choose whether or not you want to. Yeah. you, you want to put all your eggs in the Champions League basket, or you want to go for a domestic cup, and the decision will yeah. never ever be the domestic cups, because yeah. the amount of, we made a fucking fortune getting to that final. Oh, mate, hundred percent. It,
4: that's exactly why top four is our like everything.
3: For if, is it is up, so like we everything. You caught up. We're, we're, the, the thing is, is that um, um, is that like any fans, any fans that want to dig out Pochettino for throwing away domestic cups, and I've done it in the past, but now I've kind of come round to his way of thinking, because his way of thinking is the right one for modern day football. If you're upset that Pochettino froze mm. League Cup games or froze FA Cup games, then don't be upset at him. Be upset at the way football has changed because that's the problem. Yeah, uh, you, 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 we we earned yeah, 90, 90 million or was it six, between 60 and 90 million? Somewhere in there is the truth about how much we earned from that Champions League run. By getting to, winning the FA Cup yeah. worth two million pounds. It's not a. It, it, oh, no. And, and I know it shouldn't be about money, but it is. It is about money. It's always about money. And there is one. It is,
4: it is today a hundred percent.
3: Yeah. So just be fucked off of uh, how the games change. Don't be fucked off of Pochettino to reacting to how the games change, because if he just went on this glory model of just winning um, trophies, he'd be sacked because he has a manager. He has a chairman, who understands the way the game is and understands that he needs to make the... Mo- mo- in order for us to make the most amount of money to finance the stadium, to finance the player acquisition, to finance the training ground, Champions League is the only thing that's important. Um, and, and, and it's, it's, it's crazy, a, isn't it? It's a when shame. You think about it's it. a real shame. But it is, it is the way it is and it isn't Pochettino's fault and it's not Daniel Levy's fault. It's, it's just the way the game's gone. You know, you want these players... You want Harry Kane to be signing like six-year deals as he did. You want Ericsson to sign a new deal with the Tongan and out of to stay forever. You want to break your transfer window every window. You can't have that and have League Cup wins at the same time uh, being the club that Tottenham are. If it's Man City, that's, that's one thing. If it's Liverpool, who yeah. have done things incredibly well, which is, I think, something that Tottenham are trying to emulate but doesn't come along that often. For City to be able to, be able to yeah. match, sorry, for Liverpool to be able to match City um, without spending what they have spent, and they've spent significant amounts, you know, there, there isn't, it's not, it's not a coincidence they didn't spend in this, this window because they've blown their load, well, blown their load, they've, they've invested heavily earlier on and now they're in the position of we have to maintain mm. our balance sheets. We're not Manchester City, we can't pump money in. So for what they've done, it's like, yeah, exactly. almost like a miracle. It's, it's an incredible um, achievement. You can't just go, well, just do what they did. It, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> like Van Dijk could have been shit. <laughs> Kleiter could have been shit. Alisson could have been a mess. Turns out they weren't. They are were all fucking great players. Fabinho, yeah. they had no idea. It was a gamble whether or not he could transfer his form at Monaco and bring it over to Liverpool at right back and centre midfield. That's a gamble that's paid off. You know, so
4: yeah,
3: and, and we may have made the right gambles as well, but we won't know until we know. So just to throw the entire ideology, L- Pochettino's ideology under the bus because he's throwing a League Cup game is is insane. I think just just stupid. Uh, yeah, Crystal Palace. Um, but why why yeah, does all of these them. games feel like six-pointers six, six pointers already? We're five games no, in. I
4: know. I'm, I'm actually... What, <laughs> know, horrible. If you look at the Newcastle game, even the Aston Villa game, and we're playing these teams that you think, oh, we should comfortably beat them. But at the same time, every, all, all three sides, well, Newcastle in particular, obviously, are the type of teams that can dig deep, defend deep, counter, score, frustrate, contain and, and take away the points. And there's no reason why Palace can't do that. They can. They probably do the same kind of thing where they're going to just rely on a counter-attack to they've punish They've got the players stuff. as well.
3: They've got the players, bro. Man,
4: they've got the players. A hundred percent, they've got the players. This is why I'm... It's quite funny because like Spurs are in a really healthy position as a football club. The players that we've got, we're still fancied. We're still arguably the third-best team in the league. We probably will still finish third, we hope. Um you know, we, there's, there's nothing really wrong apart from the start and all the, the, the other rumours about players and Pochettino and the rest of it. But these are good problems to have because we still have the core and the foundation there, the footballing aspects of everything. But I'm still worried about Crystal Palace at home, which means something ain't right. And I think it's just needing that, that, that all-round performance where we're, we're just bossing the game, mm, score, kill the game
3: Let's get the a score of the
4: early bubble. is exactly what I was going to say. It, that, and that is imperative um, because the longer these games go on for, the more frustrated we get, the more, more frustrated the players get. We've had, we, we, you know, we, we had like a... a, 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 a how, how would I even explain it? Like we were lethargically uninventive against... Uh, Newcastle, Newcastle. It's like we were, he was just congested but there was no there was no way of kind of getting through that I think Ericsson came on
3: uh, or am I miss, I'm thinking of the Villa game now shit, well, shit. no I mean yeah, yes. Ericsson Ericsson came on against um, uh, Aston Villa and changed the game pretty
4: much right yeah so okay so my point being is on in that game it was almost identical to the Newcastle game. We just we didn't have any ideas. It wasn't about running out of ideas. We had like two ways
3: of getting forward and, and nothing was working. Well, you say that. Working. You say that. It was frustrating, but um, Lucas Moura had pretty, t- pretty much two okay, edge yeah. chances he, he, that he should have buried yeah. and the penalty should have been given. 100%. So in another game, we run 3-1 and, and we'd never think about that game ever again. But because Lucas yeah. Moura didn't take his chances in, when they were given to him and because the referee decided not to give that penalty... It's suddenly we can't break teams down. Actually, what will happened is in, it, when you shut you shut me down here, Flav. mate. you shut me down. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. But it, it, went, <laughs> it, went, it went, went, Frank, shut up. My dog's barking. Stop. I'm recording a podcast Mug. I'm recording a podcast you Mug. Right. Sorry. Um, he wants to be a guest. He doesn't care. He don't care, Frank. This is this is his problem. You get a dog and they just they stop caring. <laughs> Listen to him. Listen to. Him. Hold on. I'm not going to edit this out. Listen to Fine Cock. Hang on a second. Stop! Stop! You killed him. Uh, No, I I can't kill him. He's too strong. He's going mental. (laughs) Anyway, look, fuck it. If you hear dog barking, then it's my dog. And, you know, it's the fighting cock, so what? Um, Where were we? Uh, So, yeah, the... um, yeah, so yeah, no, it's about the moment of, of breaking down teams. Yeah, but it's a moment of of, of quality when a player should have should have <laughs> stepped up but didn't, and you know I'm not blaming Lucas Moura because he's he's yeah. more than delivered for us over and over again. No, no, for for sure. But I think it, sometimes it's more about the the
4: kind of. The 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 style and, and the pace of the game, the tempo of the game in terms of you, kind of, you can't, sometimes you watch Spurs and you think we're going to win this the way we're playing. They will not handle us and we will break them down with fluid football rather than the, at times desperate, kind of like, oh, my God, we've got to score from, from here. If we don't, then when is the next chance going to come type of football? And yeah. I, I think we look laboured. But yeah. then again, we're slow starters. We, we How many times have we seen this? And I know that can cost us in the long run, but it's just the way it is with Spurs. You know, uh, I know we had a disastrous Premier League season last year, which is crazy to think that because we finished like top four. Mm. But in terms of the amount of games we lost, it was unlike Spurs under Pochettino. So I'm willing to take another kind of Villa-type game. We, we, Palace make it difficult, but we we, we we do break them down. We do have that bit more quality. Um, and the worry, the concerning thing is, because you you kind of touched upon it in terms of it isn't as bad as it seems because it just comes down to just inches of margins rather than Spurs being diabolically shambolic because we're not. But if we do, don't get a result against Palace... Then <laughs> yeah, It just do you know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous that you the the fan base has already started to, to, to kind of scratch an itch and, 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 and kinda of wonder. I mean I've seen shit like, you know, Mourinho would be a good replacement for Pochettino. Oh, so man. when Spurs supporters start talking like that, it's like why are you, are you so defeatist already? Like if you were a player at Tottenham you'd be fucking kicked out, mate. You wouldn't have a chance because you're a coward. Just get a grip and chill out. And just wait and start worrying and panicking after 10 games. Because if nothing's changed after 10 games, we're yeah, in then, for a long season. Yeah. But then just- there's no way with these players and this manager that we're not going to... Get our shit together.
3: Then get get Jose in. Get Jose in, mate. My my uh, oh, my missus miss just just come home and uh, the dogs go metal, So we're gonna leave it there, mate. We've done forty two minutes anyway. No so worries.
4: Frank has killed the pod.
3: Yes, he has. Hey, uh, he's already he broke my telly. He broke my telly within uh, about three weeks of getting there. He How? Because I left the HDMI out the side and he thought that was something to pull on and he did and pulled it down. Oh no! That, that was on uh, um, Christmas Eve last year. Oh fuck yeah fuck it I hate I love him so much but I hate him so much it's, just, it's a weird thing alright uh, speak. thanks a lot and um, <laughs> and uh, we'll speak again next week maybe hopefully yeah definitely alright that's been the fighting Cop. see you man and uh, we'll see you next Monday
4: Flat base of prick, we can get a sticky in the mini soccer willy When you get a grilly,
1: yeah you can't the milly Bang bang Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <A-I-G-P-H-T-I-N-G. laughs> Bang, bang. Sports Social Podcast Network Sports Social Podcast Network